Tell me when. <laughs> Wait, was it going then? Hey friends, welcome to Inside Out Growth Podcast. Hosted by me, Molly. And me, Paris. From fitness to friendships. And self-love to studies. We're, we're here, here as your, your friends. friends. So chill out. And relax. Whilst we help you to grow on the inside. To glow on the outside. Okay, <laughs> hey guys. I am joined today with one of my best friends, Hannah. Hey guys. Um, so we're actually staying together in London at the moment. Hannah's very kindly offered me her house to stay in whilst um, we're on Easter holidays at university at the moment. So we're kind of just working gals alongside each other, watching maths every night. <laughs> Married at First Side Australia, you need to get on it. If you don't know, get to know. It is so good. Um, so yeah, we've kind of just been living our London best life if I'm being completely honest I've been walking around Kings Road even though it's like 40 minute 40 50 minute walk away just kind of thinking well trying to tell myself I'm in Chelsea person but and the sun's been out yeah the sun's been out it's been such like just beautiful weather everyone's been out which is so funny we were saying yesterday there was people at the pub at literally like 3 p.m on a Monday but like you know if the sun's out everyone does come out right so Today, I'm just going to get Aunt Hannah to introduce herself, um, who you are, how we know each other, like what you did at uni. Give us a bit of an intro. Um, okay, well, um, me and Paris both live in Singapore. That's how we originally know each other. Mm-hmm. We, um, we actually didn't go to the same school or anything, yeah. but um, I knew through others that Paris was going to come to Durham and I was already there and I just was like I re- I knew she was going to join touch because we also do touch together and yeah. I just reached out to her I was like hey yeah, I, know you'll be, <laughs> I know so you're cute. coming in to be a freshman this year just wondering if you want like if you have any questions or if you're going to do like pre-season Aww. and basically the rest was history between yeah, us literally. <laughs> like honestly last year was Hannah's last year at uni with me and like it was so nice going over to houses, like going over to my big sister's <laughs> house, like making dinner and things like that. It was just so nice. Yeah, it was cute. Also, funny, I said this to you before, but the one time I actually first met you, I, I don't think you knew who I was at the time, <laughs> but it was at F45, this like fitness ca- like class we both went to near our, well, not really near my house, but, my um, house. and Hannah, uh, we, we always went to different class times, so we yeah. never really were around each other, but oh my god, this girl, I was normally like kind of the coaches like, oh, go Paris, Hannah came in, was like wrapping these bench hops, and I was so jealous of her, because the attention was not on me for like one session, and I was like, oh, what the hell, and then she never came back to my session, and I was like, oh yeah, and then my sister went to your house to see your oh my brother, god, yeah. like, for like a birthday or something she's like oh Paris I met Hannah she's so nice I was like "Mm," she's wrapping me in bench hops like a month ago she's been gymnasting me sure she's really nice um so yeah Hannah you finished uni last year yes uh I did law um it was a bit of a rough degree yeah to tell the truth but um you know we got through it in the end and we're out the other side so it's all right um okay so Hannah, your win of the week. What's your win yeah. of the week? Um, so my win of the week um, has, I think I'm officially back at the strength, that, like upper body strength that I was at Yay. before I went traveling, which is so exciting because it only took me That's a couple insane. weeks, which is That's nice. That's so good. Muscle yeah. memory. Muscle memory, yeah. 
awesome. So hopefully we can get a few PBs in the next week or so. Yeah, pending. Well, that would actually yeah. be so good. Be fun. Um, okay, and your rack track of the week. So this was one when, like, when I was traveling like last month I was going on like a few runs and this was like my running song that I just needed to like you know have the little bit extra motivation and it's Work It Out by Baker Matt okay. never heard of them I before really but I really need how did you find this song Hannah? Um, just on Smart Shuffle on Spotify no way. and it came on and I was like you know I what this is quite a good song. one that is actually so, so good so that's it okay so my win of the week would definitely be last week I was a little bit stressed in a bit of a working environment and then definitely coming to see Hannah was my one of the week because she just is such a happy person and makes me feel so at ease and I just have never been so kind of relaxed but also in a way productive as well. I'm getting a lot of uni work done at the moment. So I feel like this week just being in such a like happy, safe environment has kind of given me the extra oomph to get started because yeah I'm not very far along I'm doing my dissertation proposal at the moment I'm not very far along on it but I'm quite proud of myself that I actually got started because it's you know how I always say to Hannah like oh my god I've got so much work at the moment and I'd be telling her while she's traveling or away or whatever she's like just take it bit by bit like it all it all accumulates so I feel like we kind of motivate each other like getting yeah. stuff done in the day yeah and everything sure. which is quite nice yeah and hannah's planning hannah's planning um we'll get into this soon but she's going to south america so she's on like all this route planning which i'm sorry is so much more complicated than someone thinks you're just planning holiday true you have to find like different ways of transport to get to different like place it's insane obviously it sucks my but my rack track um throwing it back today actually um at the moment i haven't been on the rack that much but Definitely Eeny Mini by Justin Biebs. And I think it's... Can't go wrong. Yeah, I don't know who the other Sean geezer Kingston. is. Sean Kingston, that's it. I think it's just quite fun, you know. I'm literally... Any any small sense of motivation will get me through at this point. But also, found um, in Hannah's gym, in her apartment, they have a Peloton. And I don't know if some of you might know, but I actually have a really bad back at the moment, so... Being able to like exercise and get my heart rate up with low impact on my back has been incredible. Like it's a prime example of you don't know what you've got to it's gone. Like my heart rate up, I was like, oh god, I feel a bit flustered. This hasn't happened in a while. So that was really nice. Um, so today's podcast, we're gonna talk about adapting to change. Obviously, leaving uni, um, going into the working world. What you're gonna do after uni? You're gonna take a year out. You're gonna go straight to work. Panic masters. I think there's a lot of people that can kind of relate that we're in the stage now where you actually kind of have to start thinking about what you want to do, whether you're in third year or whatever. And that can be go off and decide that you need a break from education. I know that's definitely what I'm gonna do. But Hannah's kind of lived through it. She's living through it. So yep. some genuine, um, quite contemporary advice will be really good. I think so. Start at the very start. What's the most common thing that your friends have done after uni? So that you've finished and had graduation, what what are they all doing now? Yeah, so we graduated last year and it's for most of my friends or like people in my year at Durham, I would say that most of them are in jobs or like yeah. masters or you like fourth years at uni. Um and there is a handful of people going travelling this year. But yeah. um, a lot of them 
have done have done it bef- like for six months or maybe a year before yeah. they because they've already got a job lined up afterwards. So there is a mix, but I'd say mostly working. Yeah, and that would be in London. That's yeah, mostly in London. A couple dotted elsewhere, but yeah, mostly in London. Okay, and how do you? Res- so what are you doing at the moment? We'll start with that. Me right now. Um, well, for the past three months, I was in New Zealand. Um, just kind of literally living her best life it was fun no if I was working I'd actually envy you so much at the time it was yeah I must say really nice to be in the summer all the time and then I've been back for like a couple weeks now just before I go to South America for four months um with two of my friends from uni which would be so exciting and And I was stalking your Instagram yesterday lol just to kind of get these these fun facts (laughs) Your pic, your freshest pictures are with most of the girls that yeah. you're like still best friends with. Yeah, that's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. And going traveling with them, like that's just pretty yeah. incredible. It's kind of come full circle. Yeah, and I it was like, I think it was Halloween. I don't remember what it was, but it was like all of. I think you had like puppy. You had like Dalmatian. Or oh something. yeah, it was gospel. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> Like Tilda, I that made me really laugh. Yeah, Cruella de Vil, that was quite a good one. It was a good outfit that we pulled oh, together. Oh, at Babs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's funny. It's so good. Um, so basically, something that Hannah and I've always had in common is that we quite like structure and we quite like routine and you know being productive. I feel like we are quite just that makes us feel our best, right? Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. So. How do you respond when you get asked just from, like, uni friends or, like, adults or, like, family events? Like, oh, so what are you doing for work now? Or, like, what are you doing? And, like, how do you feel kind of explaining your answer and what do you say? Yeah, so before I really, like, when I was still in uni, I really wanted a job after. Yeah. After when I graduated, I... You wanted to go straight to work. I wanted to go straight into work. I, in all honesty, did not think I was a gap year gal no. like, I just didn't think I was the traveling traveling type of person so I really really wanted a job and I applied to so many um throughout like especially law you have to do vacation schemes like little internships and then also you can apply to the full-on jobs yeah. and I did that for like many years fortunately didn't get anything which like kind of bummed me out because yeah. I was like I really want to work after uni but unfortunately that didn't happen, but I'm not the type of person to mope around and just like yeah, feel sorry for, for myself sure. for the year before figuring out, like trying to reapply for jobs yeah. again. I was like, okay, I didn't get a job. That's really annoying, but I guess I'll go traveling. And it was really, really hard right up until I left, like when everyone was asking me like, yeah. what are you doing now? Or what are you doing afterwards? Because would I'm, you feel like a bit of guilt? or would I you... just felt, well, not guilt. It was just a slight embarrassment for not getting anything even though I know like be, be, going, being a student in Durham everyone is such a high achiever and everyone yeah. is really really smart and sometimes it kind of puts it like real world yeah. out of proportion That's so, you, so think, true. you think that everyone else and a lot else, of people agree yeah. when I say that to people I'm like Hannah said this that like and I agree that there is such an expectation that you finish uni and you're in the working world yeah and like most people it's like more often than not you get a grad scheme after after uni in Durham whereas like I know that that's not like you know that's not the real world and everything and it's just quite it was quite hard to like remind myself that 
that was the case that and I, I'm not alone that the only yeah. one that didn't get a job yeah um so I kept on having to remind myself but still it was never nice when you know like especially from like parents friends when yeah. they like kind of give you a little bit of pity a little yeah. bit of sympathy being like so oh, true but, like, you'll still have fun and I'm like yes I know but yeah. like that's not the point and yeah. like you don't really want the pity because you like yeah and so you're like confident within your decision yeah so it's exactly. a bit not purposely but it's been insulting and exactly. accidentally exactly and like they're trying to help I get that but yeah it was just it was just a lot given that especially after in the first few months after you finish uni that's what everyone talks about is what yeah like what's the next step for you so it was quite annoying but yeah well sorry you've literally lived the best life ever and even my friends who know of Hannah like literally will like show me her Instagram like what the hell she's living her best life and not that it's all for show or all for social media but they're not saying that about people that are stuck in an office nine to five from what I've heard not feeling like one of my friends he left in fourth year he got offered a further job at a company a really good bank and he was like yeah no this is just not for me and he went traveling and like yeah it's great experience for those three months but he was miserable literally day in and day out so I can tell you that you have absolutely smashed that so in terms of um accepting and acknowledging the fact that you were going to do something completely different to your friends were you quite confident in that and you were okay with that this is kind of building on the last question um uh like personally I I like deep down I was a bit scared because yeah. again like I didn't think I was the traveling type yeah and but you're not going traveling with all your school mates exactly like your exactly mates. like my first like going to New Zealand I went out alone um but equally I didn't want to complain about it because there's no point in that and so mm. like and I knew that when I got out there it would be fun and like I would meet so many interesting people but I just had to keep on telling myself that basically yeah um, and tell my friends as well yeah and for someone that quite like I think we've always said this about us too as well like we both do love other people and we are really social but we love kind of our alone time and being with ourselves. yeah exactly and that was something that I still needed yeah how did you accept that and kind of manage that over there so yeah like Paris said like we both need like introvert days like yeah, when sure. we just kind of have a slow day by ourselves not really socializing with anyone and um going out traveling obviously alone you want to meet so many people and yeah. you know have the best time but then and you want to open yourself up to opportunity 24 7 exactly, like fresh exactly. as week. um but then at the same time you do still need those introvert days and I it got to the point where I was like I know that I need some downtime yeah. alone time without socializing with anyone for like at least a day or two yeah. and um and I recognized that which was like obviously quite That's good. So good and I did I just took myself off um I had a dinner by myself it like kept oh. it in the hostel and then did the anyone ever day, say like do you want to have dinner with us no, or like- no because the way it worked out with like my friends like leaving to go on to the next yeah. place versus before I met the next load of people it would like it worked out like quite a natural gap so oh, it wasn't like so I was good. you know like In, like pieing someone else yeah. which was quite nice yeah but yeah then I had like a full day to myself and like it was really needed I like because you were out there for how long in total three months wow. in total 
Um, but yeah, and what I did was just like go on runs by myself, go on long walks by myself, yeah. and yeah, occasionally cook dinner by myself and just have a very like relaxed time. Yeah. And that was exactly intense, what I needed. Like, Exactly. Or socializing for one, but also always on go, like, on a night out because at the end of the day, at our age, that is how people socialize and kind of come yeah, close. Yeah, and like yeah, it was so good that I was able to get that yeah. still like quite yeah. quite regularly or like when I needed it because I feel like that resets me mm-hmm. and then I can then go back to like completely immersing myself into socializing with so many new people and having yeah. fun. That's so true. That's such a good perspective of it. So obviously you're traveling you're exposed to an ever-changing environment so you're moving around all the time um you're constantly changing routine and how how did this make you feel initially were you kind of deterred by it or did you think nah like I have to accept this is how it is and this is the nature of it and adapt and overcome or were you quite stuck in your ways at the start like no I have to kind of build a routine build some type of structure obviously it's not going to be like it is at home but did you have that going into it? So, yeah, so it was a bit daunting going in because I knew traveling, you don't really have as much of a routine as you do when you're at home yeah. or when you're at uni. And like we said before, like we're both people who really love our routine and love mm-hmm. structure. So I was a bit nervous. This was one of the main things I was nervous about going into it was not having a structure in my day and like yeah. kind of like traveling around and like, like doing purposeless yeah exactly um but I was like obviously I'm still gonna go and complete and like and I knew that it was gonna be for a set amount of time so I I think looking at it this way helped me because I knew that there was an end to it and also traveling you are still doing stuff you're going in a million miles an hour you're not like like slogging around doing nothing really like you're seeing things you're exploring and everything like that um and also so when I went to New Zealand, I traveled around for like six weeks and then I worked in um, somewhere called Queenstown for six weeks yeah, and I yeah. did a couple of, a few jobs and I think that really helped me mm. then because I knew that there was an, that I had this routine coming yeah. up of being able to work, but then yeah. also like fitting in, socializing, like work hard, yeah, play hard so kind of thing. Good. And no, I at one point you had how many jobs on the go? Three. Three. Okay, so what yeah. were you doing there? So I worked um, in a cafe. Um, it was just all at once, by the all way. All at once. <laughs> I worked in a cafe um, for three days a week and like a pizza bar at three days a week as well. And then I worked for my accommodation, oh my like cleaning, which was really handy. So <laughs> money, money tips. Oh um, my God. But it was quite nice because I um, tried to, as much as possible, to fit them in all into the same day so okay yeah they were like a long three or four days but it just meant that I had the other time to be able to like go out and like explore the area and basically do what I want which I think is really good did you meet those people at work like in the pizza place and cafe on yeah so it was really nice that I had those three different jobs because it introduced me to three different groups of friends and they were all kind of free at different times which was so so nice because then I could like split my time between them and like get to know as many people as I could for the whole time there and were they all like backpacking as well um actually most of them were yeah which was quite nice because then we all were kind of in the same boat being like yeah we didn't realize that we were gonna love it this much so like they wanted to stay but then equally it was quite funny half of them had come out a few years ago for like 
a ski season or a summer season and then they're like and three years later I'm still here doing the same thing no. and it, it's just quite funny to see how many people especially in Queenstown yeah were, were like that and loved it so much and decided to come back and like set up life there wow it's funny oh god I don't want you to do that but anyway <laughs> um so kind of so you found that working provided a bit of structure and routine that you yeah. could still be flexible and live the backpacker lifestyle which I think is really important exactly but, I found a right balance between the both yeah. as well which I think is so important in when you want structure in your life yeah for sure so well feeling that I know we both do as well is that we both kind of we love to exercise to feel good and move and things like that obviously a huge thing i hear that a lot of backpackers worry about going out there is worrying about like what if I can't kind of move my body in the way I want to not in an obsessive way but just to kind of like release some endorphins again have some alone time and do something you enjoy yeah exactly how did you find that aspect on that side of things whilst you were like traveling trying to make friends like how did you periodize that yeah so um when I would before I like set up camp in Queenstown to work I was traveling around a lot so that was obviously inevitably harder to like mm. fit in exercise around socializing yeah. and like exploring and everything and being hung over some days yeah obviously um but it was quite nice because then we like I moved my body in other ways like we went on tons of hikes like for example we like hiked up to see a glacier kind of thing and like what? that's still like moving your body and like yeah. in a fun way and like you just like we were doing it in a group of pe- with a group of people and I think like you can you can just swap out your usual exercise for something yeah. else to like create different experiences and like memories for you and like before I went out I so much preferred going to the gym and like yeah. doing like strength training as opposed to running I unfortunately yeah. have never been a runner but <laughs> um and I didn't want to um spend on a gym membership when I yeah. lived in Queenstown yeah so I was like this is gonna be the time that I'm gonna love running and I'm gonna get into running and you know get that supposed runner's high that yeah. everyone talks about um results um, you know what? It was hard at first, yeah. but I actually don't hate running as much as I ah. used to, which is great. So, like, I tried to do at least three runs a week um, wow. to, like, just try and move my body. Cause yeah. Especially if, as much as, like, say, for example, at my job, I was on my feet the whole day. Yeah, it's different. It's a different You're not doing that for enjoyment. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, it was quite nice that I could, like fit in even if it's just like a short 15 20 minute run yeah. like it was still like something and it just still made me like let me move my body which was like obviously is so important in my life yeah. um so yeah well that's what I mean so for example like if you didn't adapt to the change that you were kind of confronted with you never would have experienced your growing love of running exactly and th- that's what I think that like change isn't made inside your comfort zone you would never have made changed kind of your friendship groups when you're obviously traveling you never would have experienced running you never would have done all these things if you decided no I'm not I'm I don't know I need to go and buy this gym membership because that's what I was doing back in the UK and things like that whereas you went to go and hike to see a glacier like these are just things that you never would have I guess experienced if you didn't adapt to change and kind of accept that it wasn't so much in your comfort zone but accept and overcome I think has been a huge thing and I think that was the main thing that like 
looking back in hindsight about like going traveling like it was so far out of my comfort zone that I was so worried about it yeah. but I embraced the change instead of like which was hard at first it. yeah 100%. I remember we were like I was like I because I mean seeing you've done it I'm like well like she's really just smashed out of the park but going out I was like we're so similar I'm like <laughs> I could never do what you're about to do and even you were like yeah not gonna lie I'm a bit scared and I was actually like I'm just not looking forward to it which yeah hindsight, I obviously it's it was turned out great but before I was just not looking forward to it I was like I don't want to do it I don't want to go this yeah. is not me but I didn't I didn't like cancel the last yeah. minute I went and now she's going to South high. America for four months. Yeah, exactly. So, um, kind of re-emphasizing what I said before, like, um, if you didn't, because obviously this is about adapting to change and overcoming, and if you didn't, if you stuck to your love of structure and routine, you never would have met the people you met, you never would have now committed to going to South America for this long amount of time, putting yourself into, like, these long hikes and meeting all these new people. Like, you went on an experienced bus to go around New Zealand, well, the start of it. These are things that I <laughs> could never, like, you would never have said, I don't know, a year ago. And accepting that you're not going to be like everybody else and go into this job. And you have your whole life to do that. And this is something that you said to me. Like, exactly. I have my whole life to work and sit and, and do a nine to five or whatever you end up doing. This is like your prime time where you can afford like with no commitments to anyone else. Or like we're lucky that we're quite young and like <laughs> don't have a family to tend to and things like that. These are the, literally supposed to be a time of your life. So the fact that you've done this is so cool and like even potentially thinking about going back to New Zealand and go after and explore kind of what life's like like potentially permanently over there and all these things have just provided you an abundance of opportunity that if you didn't adapt and overcome to change it never be possible so what are three things you'd say like that traveling has taught you both internally in the mindset and obviously externally <laughs> inside out growth you know <laughs> love so it if you had to like pinpoint three things three things traveling has taught me um one uh you definitely think of worst case scenario in anything yeah. and then that if that just could make you spiral and it psychs you out when in reality worst case scenario almost hardly ever happens yeah so don't let that deter you um, that's such good. number two is embrace the change and embrace like things that you've never done before or like things that you skydiving yeah it's skydiving <laughs> and and like do things that you never thought that you would do before because like when you're traveling that's the exact this is the exact time that you should do it and like and I and I found that I if people would some people were doing it I think something that I wouldn't necessarily think I enjoyed I'd be like okay I'll come for like the social aspect and do yeah. it anyway and I ended up having such a good time like hanging out with people them and like trying something new and I think that that would be number two of my advice is yeah. that she just embrace it like go go full head on and yeah. just do anything and everything out there and number three, most importantly, is if you have the opportunity to literally go traveling after hmm. uni, I just think it was probably the best decision in hindsight that I could have yeah. done. And like, I learned so much and a job will be there for you forever. Yeah. Whereas like traveling when you're this age, 
with nothing like stopping you yeah it's like it's not going to be around forever and I think that's what I learned most and I'm all right and now I'm all right with not having a job lined up like I might do even a second year out now because I loved it so much and I have realized that I don't have to get a job at 21. I can, you know, get a job when I'm 23, 24. Yeah, which is still like, even so normal. Later. I finish yeah. uni when I'm 23. Like, I'm yeah, literally going to exactly. catch up to you. And, yeah. So that's my three Those are tips. so vital. <laughs> and I think a lot of people listening to this are, again, at that stage of life when, you know, maybe parental pressures come in or societal pressures or even friendship pressures. That, you see everyone else doing something yeah. and you want to join in. But yeah. Just know that you don't have to. You can, and you can make go, your own fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, Hannah's been in London, still catching up with all her friends and corporate jobs or whatever, living the London life, but then also with the balance of going and, like, not chasing a dream, but chasing like, what you're passionate about, which I think is, like, such a credit to you as a person. So if you could give one piece of advice for someone that is contemplating, should I go travelling or should I continue finding a job other than just freaking do it yeah what would you say um well if they are in the stage that they still want to apply for jobs I'd say do it because if that you know if that makes them happy if that like if they're motivated then go for it but also the main thing is don't be disheartened if you don't get it because there are a hundred other options and other routes that you can take um instead of doing that so I think don't be afraid yeah just courage I think is really important too and being true to yourself I think it's very easy in this day and age and our friends can influence us not in a negative way but to kind of do what the societal norm kind of pressures us to do or what I don't know our uni like environment pressures us to do which is to go and chase this job and add it to your LinkedIn bloody profile. <laughs> exactly. This is when life experiences have been made. Like, you've been, I don't know, but you were telling me some stories that, like, you've been in compromising situations where you've learned to kind of upskill your life and aspects that you can apply to any type of job role. And when you get asked questions in an interview, like, when have you been in, in a compromising situation or have you adapted and overcome to challenges, you now have an abundance of things that you can share, which... Yeah, and from, like, an experience that someone else might not have, which yeah. is, you know, sets me aside a bit. Yeah, she's she's niche. She's <laughs> the 5%. Well, I have had the best conversation with you, and I think this could go in my <laughs> top episode so oh far. God, I'm honoured. <laughs> Genuinely. Um, I hope this provided anyone else listening with some insight and some optimism into kind of just looking at the bright side of maybe not getting the job that you want at the moment but thank you so much for coming on Thanks Hannah for having me on the show I'm really really <laughs> happy that you are on here and hopefully might get you back on when you're back from all your yeah, travels exactly. and we See can you hear then. <laughs> the updated version but have a good week happy Wednesday guys and speak to you next week bye bye <laughs>